Hello and welcome. I'm Regina, your host and mindset coach. This is the Moms Who Achieve podcast, where we discuss motherhood, mindset, money, and everything in between to equip first-generation changemakers with the tools they need to create the lives they want and deserve by managing their minds and taking massive action. I am super ecstatic that you're here, and I'm hopeful that with an open mind, you'll leave with exactly what you came for. Let's go. Hello, happy Sunday. I hope that your weekend has went well. Mine has been fabulous. I took some massive action last week and did some new things, had some speaking engagements and learned a lot. Learned a lot about myself, about those gaps that I can grow in and how to continue showing up confidently as I you know, work to really make a greater impact. Last night, I had a bonfire soup night, welcoming in winter and just spending time with new friends and family and connecting. And I was able to successfully start my own fire for the first time. This is my second season of going camping. And we have had this fire pit forever and have never got the fire going and it stank. So super excited and proud of myself for that. Let me apologize for my audio. My youngest broke my mic, so waiting on that to come in the mail. However, I still wanted to put an episode out today and let you guys know too, I will go into depth at the end of a free training that I'm doing this week and it will be centered around what we're going to talk about today. Lastly, before we get started, shout out to everyone that participated in the 31 day challenge in October. I go live in some kind of way and do some type of challenge every year in October. And this year I decided to send out a daily journal prompt to everyone via email. And it was really just honed in on us going deeper within and connecting with ourselves and learning those parts about ourselves that we maybe don't celebrate and we should. Um, And then those other parts of us that we maybe didn't even realize were weak areas of ours or areas that we could probably spend more time in as we, you know, aim to reach our goals and evolve to our higher selves. So I sent out a journal prompt every day. I went live on Facebook every single day in this group to further explain the challenge, to give my perspectives and ideas around it, and to really help everyone to dive deeper into like the meaning of the prompt and how to utilize it to help us go deeper within and connect with those parts of us that we probably don't do on a daily basis. I got some really good feedback in real time in the challenge and even after a lot of ladies just experienced, I think, so much awareness. That was one thing that constantly kept coming up throughout this challenge, just awareness of our thoughts around things. Um, Another is around like, oh, so I'm unable to do these different things because of me making it hard or what I think about it being hard. Um, Some other important things that I got feedback on was the ability to really take the time and really reflect on things that we don't usually reflect on. And this might seem like it's not such a big deal. However, I stress this to my clients and I'll stress this constantly on this podcast to you all that you can only create transformation by first being aware. We sleep on awareness. We want to just jump from You know, we have a goal in meeting it, but we have to be aware of like where we are, what areas do we need help in? Where are we struggling? Where are we doing great? Like that gap, minding the gap and 
filling that gap, right? In order to evolve and reach the goals that we have set for ourselves. So awareness seems like it's not such a big deal, but it is the first step to actually transforming in the possibility of really being a completely different person. So the challenge was super fun. I appreciated the interaction and I learned a lot as well. I participated in the challenge along with everyone. Stay tuned. I do them every October at this point in my life. Um, they're always fun. I try to really make it fun and interactive and at the same time, like just provide so much powerful impact. And I think we did that. So congratulations. I definitely look forward to doing more of those and we'll see what next year brings. So as I started my business and decided I wanted to be a life coach, one of the main issues I had and had to work through, and as I evolve, I continue to have to work through, is this idea of confidence. Having it, not having it, what does it mean? How do I obtain it? And what do I do in the interim when I don't yet have the confidence that I think I should have in order to reach the goals that I have for myself? So today we're going to talk about that. What is confidence? You know, what does it mean? Where does it come from? How was it created? Why is it important? But I think the juice is really, what can I do? How can I show up? And what does it look like to take action without having the confidence? So first thing is that confidence is an actual feeling. And if you listen to any of the, the podcasts that I've done before now, then you know that our feelings are always from our thoughts. So then if that's true, then we know confidence, like the feeling of being confident is tied to a thought that makes you feel confident. And the reason I want to point this out is because if it is true that our thoughts create our feelings and we create our thoughts, then we are the only thing in our way of feeling confident. But I also want to point out that the feeling of confidence comes from a couple of different things. One thing that I've held on to for a while is like confidence comes from doing, right? When you do something for the first time, you typically aren't confident because you've never did it before. But you do it for the 10th time, you have a certain level of confidence there that wasn't there before. Like my first day stepping out on the floor as a new nurse, my confidence and that level and that energy was so different than my 10th year of stepping out and being a nurse, right? And that comes with time. So there's a part of, of confidence that is grown from experience and doing and taking action. And then there's the other part that I learned while being coached myself. And that is confidence is really tied to having my own back as I take action, as I learn, as I grow. But widely so, there is a misconception, I think across the board, that in order to achieve goals, in order to take action, we have to have a sense of confidence. And today I'm going to just talk about some different ways for us to look at that as we take action towards the goals we have. And maybe we don't have the confidence. There are other feelings. There are other you know ways to think and emotions to have to help us achieve those goals, take those small actions toward the goals and really support ourselves. And through all of this confidence is built. So I want to first point out like what we make it mean typically when we're not confident in something. So we think of a goal, there's something that we want to achieve and we don't feel confident that we can do it. We're not confident in taking the actions. Automatically, most of us make it mean that we can't do it. There's no way we can, or, or we'll do it when we get there. 
when we have the confidence, we'll do it, which in other words, when we have the research, when we have the knowledge, when we know all of the steps, when we then have the confidence to take the steps. And it really just ends up being a very drawn out length of time that we're not really doing anything. Some of us don't ever achieve the goal because we're waiting on that confidence to step in before we actually take make a move. So that leads to a situation where we are only doing the things that we've always done because we're confident in it, right? We've been doing it. We know we're good at it. And that just really transferred to most of us staying in our comfort zone. We're staying in our comfort zone where our brain feels most comfortable. If you've listened to prior episodes, you know, we have two parts of our brain. We have that primitive side that is always aiming and will do anything it can to keep us safe. And it's mine. Safe is comfortable. So it doesn't want us going outside the comfort zone, right? And doing new things, trying new things, uh, stepping out there because There are feelings of um, negative feelings, negative emotions that we experience because of that. For example, I may be like last week, I am like nervous to speak in front of a lot of people, right? So the growth in me is to take that step and actually do it. And that part of me, that primitive part of me is like, eh, you never have done public speaking. You've never been good at it. You don't really like it. You get anxious. You get nervous. Imposter syndrome kicks in like, You probably shouldn't do that. There's other ways we can show up for people, right? And I use my higher part, the second part of my brain, that other part, that is my future evolved self, right? I can think from a higher level of thinking of where do I want to be? What results do I want to create and take action from there? But when we are thinking we need to be confident first to do something, then we operate where You'll see us, you know, you're doing the same thing. You're staying comfortable. You're not taking action or taking those steps to reach the goals that you have because you're waiting to feel comfortable. You're waiting to feel good about it. You're waiting to be confident and not have, you know, the experience I had when I step on the floor as a new nurse and I know nothing and I'm scared and afraid and humiliated at times and embarrassed and all these different things. We are waiting to be on like on my 10th year where I'm stepping out. I got this. I've seen it all. If I don't know something, I know my resources. I'm confident in my ability to get the help I need. I know how to handle many different people, different situations. My analyzing skills are up to par, like all these things. If you take that and put that in your same situation, you're waiting for all of that in order to take action. But that comes by taking action. So I'm going to briefly go over the four steps. There are lots of different ways to go about this, but I just singled it down to like four steps that we can take to reach our goals, even when we aren't confident yet. And this is what my free training this week is going to be about. It's going to go into depth of these four steps. It's going to talk more about like the steps, the future visioning of how we obtain what we need from the future. And also when we fail, what do we do then? So the first step is awareness, of course. The second, self-compassion and neutrality. The third, believing new things. And the fourth, massive action. So when we think in terms of a specific goal, I'd like for you to be thinking of something specific that you want to obtain as we go through and you listen to this episode and see how each step can help you to reach that goal. So awareness is really about where are you now? Where is that gap? You know, where, what, are, what are your thoughts now? I talk all the time about how our thoughts create our emotions that creates our actions, our actions create our results. So we can understand how our thoughts 
are very much tied into our results. And I'll be going into that whole thing in detail on this training as well. So you definitely want to tap in if you want to understand that on a deeper level. But when we think about, okay, where am I now? What is my thinking now about what's possible for me? Where is the gap of where I want to be? When we take ourselves to having that goal and we think of her and how she shows up and what she thinks, compare that, right? Like, where am I now? So for you, that might be your current thoughts are, I can't do that. I don't have what it takes. I'll never be able to reach that. And the reason awareness is so important is because you want to understand how your current thoughts are holding you back from actually doing the thing to reach the goal, to gain the confidence. And if you're not aware of your current thinking and your current feelings, then there's no way that you'll be able to move forward from that. You wouldn't know where that gap is and the next action and steps to take. The second step, self-compassion and neutrality might be by far my favorite. And I think it's because I personally believe it's like not talked about enough. When we notice something about ourselves, there's a small moment in time where we get to like decide what we make that mean about us. And maybe it's because this was one of the biggest insight I had as I was working through this for myself, because I would, if I noticed something about me or like I failed at something or I didn't do something right, or maybe people felt a certain way about me, like all of that would then mean something about me. I took those thoughts and made it mean something negative about me. And being self-compassionate was the opposite of what I was doing. There's a lot of shame, a lot of blame, a lot of being down on myself and those kinds of things. But in the second step, when you realize, okay, this is where I am, here's the gap, this is the goal, and these are my thoughts, and these are this is why I'm not reaching the goal that I want. When you step into that you know, first step of this, but then you can decide with that information, what then? So in here, it's really being mindful to have compassion for yourself. And what for me, that looks like holding space, seeing it as neutral, like this is where I am and not that it's a bad or a good thing. And that I put neutrality in here is because we may think right now I'm not good enough, right? We may automatically want to go to I'm the best person for this job. And maybe that is two totally different opposites of the spectrum and we can't get there yet. So that's kind of like when we say mantras and affirmations a million times and we don't believe them. So that's what I mean by neutral. So sometimes you just have to get to neutral and neutral is this is fine. This is where I am. This is nor good, you know, not good nor bad. Right. Just getting your your space and your mind and the space you're holding for yourself to a neutral standpoint to accept where you are. And not see it as, oh, this is bad and to fix it right now. Holding space for you and where you are with no judgment, no shame, and then seeing it as, okay, neutral. This is where I am. And from that space, you then get to create what it is that you want to create. And that goes with really holding space for yourself to feel those emotions that's another thing that's not talked about enough either. When we have negative emotions, most of us, all of us, unless we know to do this conscious work, we want to go straight into action mode so that we get rid of that feeling. It doesn't feel good to sit with discomfort, to sit with unworthiness, you know, to sit with shame. It it doesn't feel good. And so if we haven't if we haven't consciously learned 
to sit with that, be compassionate, hold space, get to a neutral space and really sit with the feeling, right? You notice it, feel it and process it out then those feelings are still there and we don't really get rid of them. And I'll talk more in depth about this as well, about the differences from, you know, identifying an emotion, feeling that emotion, and then processing that emotion out. But that's really important in order to bring in new beliefs about ourselves, And that leads us to our third step, and that is believing new things. So up until this point, you may think that I can't do it. I don't have what it takes. I need X, Y, and Z to happen first. I'll be happier when, like all of these different thoughts, right? And when we are aware of that, we hold space for it. We get to a neutral space. We understand and accept that that's where we are. And we process those negative emotions that come up about taking action or really moving forward. Like for me last week, it was being embarrassed in, in being possibly humiliated and, and nervous and anxious, like these feelings I don't want to feel. And so, but if I go with that and like, oh, I don't want to feel those and I would never step out and take the action. Right. So once I, you're processing those, you're like, okay, if I could feel anxious, if I could feel these feelings, like what would happen or what would that feel like? What does it feel like? There's a whole way of you're really processing emotions. And we'll talk about that beginning this week. But once you do that, then you're in a space to really believe new things, right? And you want to think about this. When I think of this step, it's like, what belief do I want to have as I enter into this next goal? So take ourselves to the goal that we have, right? For me, that might be being comfortable speaking in front of thousands of people, right? That is something that I would love to really have as my reality. So if I take myself to the Regina that is comfortable speaking to thousands of people, you know, I do it often, whatever, right? And I really picture that. I really picture myself there. What you want to ask yourself is, and what I would ask myself, what beliefs would I have? If I've already obtained that goal, what do I think about myself? What do I think about what I'm doing? And when you list all of those, like what feeling does that create in my body? Like where, where does that take me? Right. And for me, it might be, so an idea might be that I'm here to serve and I have something of value to give. Like those thoughts creating me a sense of empowerment, a sense of servitude. Right. And so when I think of that and I think of those feelings, then I can really tap into that feeling now because remember your feeling creates the actions that you do. Your, your actions are driven by your feeling. So if I can create and take action from that feeling, then I come up with lots of actions that catch this, get me closer to the goal. Remember, I haven't said anything about I'm confident, right? I'm feeling empowered, right? I'm feeling, I could be feeling certain, sure, you know, calm, like there are a lot of different feelings that we can feel that isn't confident yet. But because I have those feelings, it then gets me into actually taking those actions. And then that is what causes me to do like I did last week, go and speak, although I was nervous as hell. And I did two of them, right? It, the feeling of I'm here to serve or servitude, I guess, and, and certainty and, and the different feelings I had to tap into is what caused me to actually take the action to reach the goal. The confidence will come as I keep doing it. I keep doing this mind work and keep sitting with the negative emotions that come up. I did two speaking engagement. The first one I thought went well for the most part, right? I, I came up with different things in my mind that could have been better and all of that. 
The second one, I felt that I bombed. I didn't think I did so well. And like, I'm processing that now, what that means, but those feelings don't feel good. So being able to process those and assess those for myself allows me to keep taking action to reach that goal. And so the fourth step I've already hit on, it's taking massive action. We take action from thinking certain things that put us in a certain feeling that then allows us to take the steps that we want forward, right? So if you're thinking of, you can even go at this backwards too, if you would like, like I want to do a live on Facebook tomorrow. Like that might be a goal for you, right? So we could put that as your action. How would you need to feel in order to really do that? What would really get you like, okay, I'm going for it, right? You might have to feel certain and your thought might be, I have something to say to help somebody. So you could even work backwards on it. But the fourth step is taking action. And this is what's going to cause you time after time, action after action to build the confidence that it is that we seek. But oftentimes we're working backwards and we're waiting on the confidence to show up before we take the action. So with that, I hope this was really helpful. Just a brief overview of the four steps that I've been using with my clients to help them to get into action, even though they don't have the confidence. And if you're at all intrigued by this, if you found this at all helpful, you will want to be part of the training I'm doing this week. It's going to be awesome. You would 100% walk away with those tools you need to stop where, stop and see where you are, become aware of where you are and see where it is you want to go. And think of who you need to be in order to take those actions right now before you have the confidence. I'm going to have the sign up link in the show notes. You can also reach out to me on Instagram at Your Mindset Nurse and on Facebook at Regina Sloan. I hope you found value here. You all have a blessed Sunday and I'll see you in a few days. That wraps up this week. I hope you found value. Please share with a mom friend subscribe and leave a review. This helps this podcast to get into the minds of those who need it most. Looking forward to chatting with you next week. Take care.